It's the Wex Appeal Podcast. Barbells, beats, and buffoonery. Three, two, one, go! Here we go. Dope conversations. That's my gang is con. Where fitness, pop culture, and a lot of random buffoonery collide. I'm coming for you. It's ridiculous, really. Hashtag space work. But amusing. Wax, you, you laughed least at me, so you get to go next. <laughs> Here's your host, Wax. I was going to say I blacked out during the explanation. <laughs> I just heard space work. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, another episode, another amazing and great guest. And uh, man, so far, for April has been fun. April has been a good time. Let me tell you kind of how it's all gone down. Obviously, I do a lot of things outside of podcasting, but I am, uh, man, I'm going to my first XFL game this weekend. Uh, we'll see how that is. I've, I've been intrigued by the XFL. It's been cool. It's been fun uh, to kind of watch on TV and see see the vibe. But I, I went online and I saw tickets on sale front row in the end zone for the Orlando Guardians, which I will admit, they are not the best team. In fact, I think they've only won one game, and it was just last week. We're going to see them front row in the end zone for like 25 bucks a ticket. I got like a killer deal. So me and my son are going. It's going to be his first professional football game, uh, first football game really ever. And I was like, hey, let's head down to Orlando and support the local team and uh, have some fun with it. I think it'll be a good time. But we also started baseball. I've been training uh, started 75 hard again. It kind of went off the rails when we went to Miami for Wadapalooza. But Jake Lockhart from Mayhem Athlete put out a challenge, and I was like, do you know what? Let's do it. I'm down. So we're doing 75 hard. I've been doing it since April 1st. I'm recording this on April 6th, and I got on the scale today, and I'm like 12 or 13 pounds down. I'm doing intermittent and alternate fasting. Alternate fasting means I fast one day, I eat the next day. But on the days that I eat, I do alter- intermittent fasting, so I only eat from the hours from like 11 to 7 or 11 to 8. So I'm cutting down the cal- caloric intake, doing alternate fasting, hitting the gym, hitting those workouts two times a day, reading books. It's been fun. It's been good. I like it. A lot of travel for me with my other job, so I've... Been getting in, dropped in at CrossFit Naples last week, or, or sorry, last night, sorry, yesterday. And then I dropped in at IRB CrossFit. Shout out to both of them. Naples CrossFit, Coach Matt Torres hooked it up and, uh, you know, got to say what's up to Dallin and Fee, who I've seen at Wadapalooza and we've talked. And Fee Sagafi, of course, has been on the show. Talked to Dallin, got to hang out with him and his dog, got to see Danielle Brandon putting in work and, uh, and uh, my boy James Sprague putting in work, and I uh, got to say, you know, what's up to them. And they are killing it. Brute force, uh, brute strength is coming into semifinals strong. It's going to be it's gonna be awesome to see them in Orlando. But uh, let's get to the show today. Today's show, my guest today, you know him, you love him. He is one half of the buttery duo, the buttery bros. Uh, Marston Sawyers is on the show today. We had a great talk, great chat about just kind of life, things that he wants to do with life, and uh, man, we just had a good time. We hung out at Wadapalooza. We've hung out at the games. We take our picture every year at the games. We hang out in the in the uh, 
I wanted to say trailer park, but it's not the trailer park. It's the RV park, a little bit more upscale. And uh, <laughs> we just had a good time cutting up and uh, talking about life, where he's at, kind of the transition from working for CrossFit to where they're at now, being business owners, teaming up with different sponsors. We talk about his bucket list and things that he wants to do. We just had a good time. So I hope that you enjoy the show today. Without further ado, we're going to hit a sponsor real quick, and then we're going to get right to the show. Oh. So how you doing? Mars, how you doing, man? Dude, how doing so good. Just been on the road, like nonstop grinding. We just got back from running uh, Nick Simmons Obstacle Course and uh, up in Portland and got to meet up with street parking too. And before that, we were out in San Diego doing uh, quarterfinals with Danny Spiegel. Yeah, beautiful. So, it, dude, you guys are all over the place. And what's funny is normally I set all these podcasts up in advance. Um, to this date, you and Heber are the only two that have been like, so what are you doing in like 30 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of how it goes. Because <laughs> we're always out on the road, and when I'm home, I'm usually editing, but we're we're in between episodes right now, so I figured now would be the good time to just kind of catch up. Perfect, man. And it, it just kind of, it, it, the stars aligned, so it was kind of on the on a good day. So yeah. uh, So you're back. You're, you're back home, obviously. You know, you got the... You got the poster in the back. You you guys just uh, was that no that wasn't the one that you guys did three years ago, is it? Or it is? Uh, that was the last one that we did that when we were one. in CrossFit. So that was the one we did that came out, I think, in twenty eighteen okay. from the twenty seventeen CrossFit Games. Gotcha, yep. gotcha. Yeah, um, dude, you guys have been putting out great stuff. Um, we catch up each and every week, you know, here in the family. So you got to meet the family at Wadapalooza. Yeah. Um, so kind of how has it been since Wadapalooza? We talked a little bit on the, you know, obviously on the podcast stage, but a little bit different, um, you know, different vibe. We were talking about, you know, all the things going on with business and kind of the business of CrossFit. But uh, how have things been going since Wadapalooza? Is it kind of a lull right now for you guys before the semifinal storm? Not really, usually ever a lull. So we, we're trying trying to create a weekly YouTube show. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, it becomes uh starting from scratch each week. So we're trying to stay creative and stay um, um, creating. <laughs> and with that comes like challenges of, you know, the, the CrossFit season, trying to promote stuff that's happening within that, but taking risks and trying to do things that are a little bit outside of our, uh, our scope of work when it comes to like just playing CrossFit type of stuff. Of course, my dog would start up. I don't know if you can hear him in the background. I can't hear him. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got a 85 pound pit bull terrier. So he's just, oh, he's just a I've monster. Got, he's I've got a 30 pound uh, Australian Labradoodle. Yes. So. The, and uh, yeah, he's, he's like, hold on. There's somebody at the door, apparently. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. Sorry about that. You're good. Um, yeah. Middle of the day, I got kids at home and all that sort of stuff. So they said somebody's at the door. So I had to go shoo away the solicitors. <laughs> Y'all good. Um, so yeah, jumping back into it, man. Um, I, so you and I, like we've met each other over the years. Um, yeah. and we, we always get our, our picture at the games since going back to 2019 officially. Um, but unofficially 2018, because I found a picture with you in the background with me in it. So I count it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Count <laughs> 20, that. 2018. Um, yeah. but what I find interesting is obviously the landscape for you and, and your basically your life, um, professionally and personally has completely flipped since then. 
Um, how has that kind of been, you know, for you? And like, it's funny because I look back at, at you know, at kind of the evolution and just running into you, dude, you seem so much happier and so dude, much like I'm, an ama- like, like an amazing transformation. So kind of walk me through that, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's been a lot. Yeah. So kind of the history was I, I worked for CrossFit for close to 10 years, working alongside Heber and the rest of the CrossFit media team out of Santa Cruz, California. And while I was there, we created like four or five really uh, awesome documentaries that I'm proud of that you've probably seen the fittest on earth series. And uh, we had a lot of momentum going into that 2018 season. And then the company CrossFit decided to shift completely and fire all their media team, which couldn't have planned for or seen coming. So it kind of came as a, a big surprise to, to me and the rest of everybody that was there at the time. And we were kind of forced to start over, start new and try and figure out doing something completely different. Um, obviously there was a, a audience that was hungry for the content that we were already making. So we figured that we could kind of, rather than doing it for CrossFit and the company, uh, do it for ourselves. And so we, fully just bet on ourselves. And I, I joined Heber and it was right around the time that uh, he was looking to leave Santa Cruz and move back to Salt Lake City, where we're both from. And he kind of made the choice. And I was in a in a point where I was at a crossroads myself and we were, you know, not only lost the job, but then I was like also leaving and going through a divorce. So it was kind of a, a two for one where I was like, Hey, and I guess I'll move States. And so there was just so many things coming at me. And I was like, I'm going to fully bet on myself and move back to Utah, start the buttery bros and kind of try and figure out how to monetize it and bring on different brands that would support us in doing this, uh, like a weekly YouTube show that at the time was just supposed to be like a behind the scenes of what we were making for our documentary that going into that 2019 season, because CrossFit wasn't going to do those anymore. So we figured let's pick up the ball and run with it and kind of document ourselves and point the camera on our, on us, which we hadn't done in the past. So not only was it a whole new living environment and situation with employment, but it was very different to then be on camera and be the host of our own weekly YouTube show, uh, which came with, it's uncomfortable moments, but also came with like a lot of uh, fulfillment and a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise if I would have just stayed at that company. So we started doing Buttery Bros in January of 2019. Our first episode was out of Matt Fraser's garage on New Year's Eve. Uh, we were there doing a CBD commercial for <laughs> that company and we happened to do the workout acid bath. I was going to say that was acid bath. Yeah. yeah, that was acid bath. And that was kind of what sparked us to be like, wow, that's actually a full kind of cool little episode. Let's throw that on the internet. And we did. And right at that time was uh, when we were going to Wadapalooza 2019 and people were like, oh, we saw your, saw your episode. That that was cool. Like you guys are the buttery bros. We're like, yes. <laughs> and so it kind of turned into this kind of little bit of a cult following that we had prior to leaving CrossFit that supported us right out the gate. And we got a bunch of subscribers right out the gate and, then we're able to uh, eventually turn that into a weekly show that allowed us to travel around and collect interviews that we were producing for the fittest that was coming out in the summer of uh, 2020. And that kind of sparked the the first few months there that was the buttery bros. And it was uh, us kind of traveling around, going to events, trying to tell the stories that we told in the past, but do it through our perspective and our eyes. And now that's kind of led to us 
doing that the past four years that has been definitely something I couldn't have seen happening from being in Santa Cruz for 10 years to now been doing this for uh, definitely something that has brought me so much enjoyment and opportunities that I never could have imagined. And over through all that, we ended up starting a company called Podium, which is our supplement nutrition company that is uh, partnered with Matt Fraser on. And we launched in September of 2021. And we just hit our one year anniversary not too long ago. Yep. And so now I'm just doing stuff that we really just want to that that in that it excites us and we we get to decide what we do and choose our own destiny and now we're been doing it for a little while and got some good momentum going and get to go to events and continue on that's awesome and it, and it's it's funny because it, it seems to be one of those things um it, it, i just happen to grab a talking elite fitness shirt but it seems like obviously you guys went from a place of you know being embedded in crossfit to a point where crossfit despite themselves and and say what we want to about you know kind of the the landscape of crossfit at that time but it, it created a vacuum that needed to be filled and it feels like people like you guys talking elite fitness kind of stepped in and and took the community under your wing and i know you know part of it felt like the community was taking you under their wing <laughs> of being like hey we're going to pay your bills by, by you know following your content and watching and doing all this sort of stuff but it, it was kind of like you, both both were leaning on each other to to bring this community that we all love and and want to be a part of um that i don't think if you guys in 2018 just decided you know what we're done you know we're done with crossfit as hq we're going to leave and branch out on our own i don't know necessarily if that match gets struck um quite the way that you know it has with you guys how does i mean how does that kind of that thing kind of feel for you guys well i think that the relationships that we had built over all those years was what was really valuable to us and not only us but the the people that we work with because uh you can't just go into any situation with especially these athletes that are trusting us with their most vulnerable parts of their lives and putting us in the situation where they're trying to succeed and kind of interrupting their lives a little bit. But going back to the, like the relationships we built, I felt like that was what was really valuable. And that's what, what we've been able to kind of show through the content is that we're just like these everyday guys that have created really good lasting relationships with these athletes that trust us. And through that, we've been able to go around and go to the events and and meet all the fans that have then since kind of sparked from creating the content about us and the athletes. So I feel like, uh, I guess that kind of answers your question. I'm not sure if that was what you're asking. Yeah, it kind of, kind of one thing had to, had to happen for the other, like, like basically an opportunity was created and, and you guys were able to just jump in and, and help the community through a, a rough time. And also, you know, like I said, flip flop it back and forth there. They helped, helped you guys get, yeah, they, you know, get through it. What's funny is like they, sh- the, the CrossFit community supported us like so much in the, in the early stages and they still continue to, but it, a good example of that is when our movie was coming out in 2020 from the 2019 CrossFit games, our first independent movie that we had made. And it wasn't supposed to come out until the middle of the summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously COVID happened and we were, everybody was in lockdown and we started getting these messages from people on social media, just being like, Hey, we're all sitting at home. We'd really like to see your documentary. Can you guys release it early? 
And this kind of like, I was like, no, I don't think we can because it's kind of out of our hands. Once we give it to the distribution company, Gravitas, it's kind of takes time for them to do everything that they can to get it ready to go to all these different platforms. But we'll let them know. So we let them know and they they put this challenge out to, to the community that if we got a certain amount of pre-orders within uh, the before it came out that they would do everything that they could to push up the release. And within, I think it was either like 24 or 48 hours, we'd hit that pre-order that they had, were asking us to hit and we were able to release it the next week. So that just goes to show you how supportive the community is when it comes to not just the content, but like directly supporting us. That's awesome. And, and I remember, I, I actually remember that push. I, I jumped on the pre-order. Yeah, that was. Yeah, we try to, it, it, and that's the way the community is. Like everybody jumps in and everybody wants to help and, and do things. Um, what are some of the coolest moments that, because, you know, you guys started out obviously with just the CrossFit stuff and then all of a sudden you're hanging out with Brendan Schaub, like a, a yeah. comedian, you, you know, yeah. an MMA fighter. You're hanging out with, you know, Hafthor Bjornsson. You're hanging out with all these people who are not CrossFit and yeah. and kind of branch out into a whole different thing. Like what's been the coolest experience for you with, you know, through all that? Um, There's so different, so many different ones, but like one that just kind of comes to mind right off the top of my head. Cause it's kind of recent is we, we, have worked with, uh, you know, we've gone to a lot of events and seen what we liked about events and kind of have thought like, what if we did our own event? And what if it was something that we had complete control over creatively and over the content and everything. And we came up with this concept called the buttery games. And we didn't really know like, uh, exactly how that was going to go, but we, we did know that like, we wanted it to be kind of untraditional from just doing straight CrossFit. We wanted it to be like CrossFit meets Ninja meets uh, a little bit of like minute to win it games and stuff like that. And when we proposed it to one of our sponsors, uh, rain, they had a wide variety of athletes that were already going to be in Vegas for the Olympia. And so it was a perfect time for us to partner up with them. And so we got everyone from like, we got Justin Medeiros, we got Thor, we got Brooke Wells, we got Natalie Eva Marie. That's from WWE. We got Brendan Schaub. He jumped in there. So that it was just like a wide variety of athletes that aren't just CrossFitters that we were able to like fully put our, our, our own buttery bros touch on these, these like three episodes that we made and kind of gamify it and make it into like a, a show that, that is like not only educational and entertaining, but it's just like cool to see athletes from so many different uh, expertises come together and kind of compete against each other in a, in like nine different events that we we yeah. program and put together. So that's that's one example. Another example, um, like we've we've hosted some parties in Vegas. Like we we hosted like a an after party after the West Coast Classic that was a really fun uh, pool party, which I didn't think we'd be doing those type of things a few years <laughs> ago. But I'm um, that was the shirt, that was the shirts are dumb party, right? Yeah, shirts yeah. are dumb yeah. party. You know. <laughs> Uh, so we've done those. We've hosted a wedding at the CrossFit Games, which is wild. Like Heber yep. married a couple. Which I, w I was there. I'm the glad. cake was amazing. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. was really yeah. for real that you're like, these people want us to marry them in a trailer park. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. So kind of rose to the occasion on that. I'm glad Heber did the uh, the service or whatever you call that. Yeah. He was the, the, the officiant. The officiant. The officiant. Yeah. yeah. So, done that and then we've also gone to like australia and competed in other events called tribal clash which was really cool because we showed up and they immediately just made us jump out of a plane which was really 
something that I probably wouldn't have done otherwise if if I wasn't forced into that scenario. And then we ended up winning that event at the end of the weekend. Heber Heber did talk about that about them forcing you onto onto jumping out of an airplane. Yeah, because if I have too much time to think about something like that, I'm gonna probably talk myself out of it. We yeah. just showed up, and I'm like, "Where are we?" And he's like, "We're jumping out of a plane." I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, we already paid for it. it's already we're already doing this thing," and so we we were able to do that. So so I've done that twice. I've I've jumped out of, jumped out of an airplane twice, um, both by choice. Um, okay. The first time, my whole thought process was, was, "Don't think about what I'm doing. Just think about the next thing." Yeah. So you know, hey, put your jumpsuit on. Okay, cool. Jumpsuit. Yeah. All right. What's next? Okay. Put this on. Oh, okay. I'll put that on and not think about what I'm actually doing at the end of it. Um, yeah. I traditionally like get motion sick. So this was something that I was like a little bit worried about. So having done it, so I get up there and I'm like, okay, I thought I was going to be super nervous, jump out of the plane, do the whole thing. And I'm like, this is absolutely amazing. How did you feel after it? Like, did you feel like I'm never doing I, this again? Okay, so, or so we jump out and I'm, it's great, you know, as you're free falling and then you pull the chute and then you're kind of just floating. And then for some reason, my instructor was like, Hey, grab these reins. And so I grab him. He's like, pull this rein down to your hip. And the second you do that, you just start doing like corkscrew spins. Yeah. And I'm not good with spins. And I was like, here, dude, you take it, you take it, you take it. You take it. And the second he took it, I was like, we need to get on the ground. I'm about to get sick. We got to the ground and within like a two or three minutes I was throwing up and I was like, oh. that, that was fun. But I probably should have dramamined or or done some sort of prep to not get motion sickness. Yeah, is it something that you would consider doing again? Like even not not I mean, like know, not not know. Heber like throwing it on you like, hey, we're doing a show. You gotta you gotta do this. Like if it was something that you were just you know wanting to do again, is it something that you think you would do? Here's the thing: I don't think I would go out and do that myself. If we were filming it and putting it on the show, and the situation was right, and I think it would make for good content, absolutely. <laughs> Because he also said he wants to fly in an F-16. <laughs> oh, yeah. He wants to fly in an F-16. And then we recently met somebody at the uh, Rogue Invitational that works for NASA. And they oh. invited us out to the NASA training facility in Houston. And Oh, no, that's you know, even the, worse. The, the, like, the like, spinny thing yeah. that they spin you in. He was like, you got to do that. And I'm like, bro, that will destroy <laughs> me, man. Like, I love that journey for you. But he's like, no, you got to do it. So I thought I thought he was going to tell you about the like the zero G flight. Where they take, oh, yeah. where basically they just they go up and then they just. I hate that I feeling. Yeah. You know that feeling in rides or roller coasters where you're weightless. I'm like, yeah. no, I need to be. I need to feel the weight. Like the second <laughs> I get weightless, I'm like, no, not good. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. I, I'm. I don't know how I would respond to that because I'm generally not somebody who gets motion sickness. So like, I can do the roller coasters and I, they're fun for me, and that's kind of like a big. You know, I, I'll I'll do that all day. Um, yeah. But I don't know, you know, like getting on a plane, like an like an F, like a fighter, you know, a fighter jet, and doing all the, you know, high G turns. Yeah, that would and... be that. That's like the most extreme <laughs> thing I think you could possibly do. Is I mean, I did luge, so I know what like hitting like three or four Gs feels like, but yeah. nothing like whatever they hit in in the uh, in the F sixteen. That's right, you did do luge. So so like, how was that though? Like that didn't give you the motion sickness. I don't know. I think maybe, I mean, it probably did give me sickness, but I I was so like almost used to the, the, the feel of it, that it was kind of familiar after a while. Um, so, and you're going straight, you're not spinning as much. You are hitting G forces when you yeah. hit up on the yeah. turns and stuff, but one, it's not quite the same as like, you know, 
flipping around and going upside down and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, and you're talking to a guy from Florida who knows nothing about luge. Like yeah. anything ice related. Uh, apparently yeah. in Tampa we have a pretty good hockey team. That's about all we know about ice. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm in Utah and it has been the best winter ever and we've just been getting dumped on. We we I think we just hit the the record for the snowpack, which is we we could really use it, you know, is what you're supposed to say. Yeah. <laughs> well but you guys love to ski and and snowboard and do all that sort of stuff so that's something you guys love yeah or, or like just I snowboard and heber skis like we we got to go to japan in yeah. january and get to go to niseko and it's supposed to be the world's best snow and it, it really was like the best snow that i've ever skied because it's just consistent it's light it's fluffy and it snows every day so you're getting fresh tracks every morning huh yeah, I, I like I said, I can't relate. I've never been never been snowboarding. I've been I went sledding once in Iceland. Um, got to go got to go to Iceland. I've been to Iceland twice. Um, uh-huh. before I ever knew about CrossFit, so like it would be a whole different experience now. <laughs> you know, yeah, I've been with, to Iceland with like four or five times. For, yeah, for all all CrossFit related. Yeah, I went um actually a a church function. Like we had a church like youth thing that we were doing cool. so wow. they, they brought us they brought us up there and they brought us up one of these mountains and um i remember you know they would just they would give some people sleds and but we had such a big group that they just handed other people just trash bags like here yeah. cut a hole in it put it on and just dive down the, the trash bag was your sled the tra- some well i think i did the trash bag a couple times um but yeah they would cut a hole in the top put it over like a poncho and just send you down the mountain <laughs> I've never heard of that. That sounds wild. I about died. Yeah. <laughs> because, well. because you know, when you're when we were coming down the mountain, um, it, it, it wasn't huge. I mean, it, we were we were walking up and coming and sledding down. So it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like skiing. You know, yeah. taking a lift and going up. You know, that far. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm sliding down, and at the bottom there was a, a an embankment that drops, but it's all white. You can't yeah. see it. It's like so, one of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going down head first. Actually, I think on this one I had the sled, so I'm flying down down this 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 mountainside. Hit that thing, and somebody had just like popped up from behind the embankment as I was coming down. I'm like, oh no! And thankfully, they jumped out of the way just in time as I launch off this thing and just just start just start snowballing. Just boom, 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 and then you have that mental check. Yeah, where you just sit still and you're just like trying to figure out, okay, do my fingers work? Okay, yeah, let's move up to the elbow. Okay, you know, just making sure yeah. everything yeah. everything's still there. Um, what is you know, what are some things that you know are like a bucket list item for you? Because I mean, you guys have done so much crazy stuff and and amazing things. Like you said, just you know, the opportunity to go to Japan. Um, what's, what's something on your bucket list that you're like, man, that's, that's kind of one of those things I'm going to put a pin in and hopefully, you know, one day either with the show or just personally we get to do. Yeah. What's funny is like, I just did two of my bucket list items. One was ski in Japan, which was amazing. And then before that was like, go to burning man, which I got to go do this last September, which was like one of the coolest experiences I've ever got to do. Um, I think another one would be like, maybe ride a bull. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying for very long, but just to be on the back of a bull and be like, yeah, I did it. I rode a bull. Yeah. That one was kind of cool. Um, I really want to go to, to like Thailand would be a really good one or Bali. Like I just have like a lot of locations I want to go. Um, 
another bucket list maybe is like learn some sort of instrument you know like i've always been into music and i really enjoy like edm and type of stuff like that but i thought it would always be cool to like be able to play an acoustic guitar and sit around a fire just to never picked it up and you know i'm in my you know mid 30s now but i think that that would be something that'd be really fun pull, pull an old uh, dan bailey <laughs> yeah a little dan bailey just serenade everybody yeah that would be a lot of fun um I'm trying to think of some other ones um yeah, I think I think those are those are just kind of the ones that are on top of my head right now. Yeah. So so you're into EDM. So you like you like the electronic music. I do. Yeah. Like it, it, it hypes me up. I think it's fun to work out too. I, I like going to like music shows and festivals and stuff like that, just because it's all positive and you know I like the way that it you know everybody interacts at those types of things and it just seems like a a good a uh, good way to just go let loose and have fun with with friends and and buddies and stuff. Well, it's funny because I actually back in the day used to be a a DJ. Well, I mean, I guess I'm really? still, I'm still a DJ. What was your DJ name? It was DJ Euro. DJ Euro. Yeah. I mean, very okay. electronic. <laughs> Are you Euro? No. Oh, okay. No, not there I think there is a DJ Euro. Like I think oh, there okay. is a, but yeah, no. Um but the um but I used to do like a lot of like break breakbeat you know, DJing and drum and bass and all that, you know, so like they have the big EDM show down literally where we have Wadapalooza, um, ultra. Have you been down to that? I haven't been to ultra, but I have been to like, uh, EDC and I've been to like snow globe and yeah, I've been to a few different festivals, but, but ultra Miami looks freaking sweet, man. Right. Right. Where they do, uh, Wadapalooza, isn't it? Yeah. Same, same park. Yeah. Same park. Yeah. It always looks like such a cool like area because you're right on the ocean, right? With all those buildings and stuff. And just, I've watched videos on it. Yeah. So. Well, they have all, and I would assume for us, it would be some sort of like mind trip going there, not as Wadapalooza. For sure. <laughs> be like, oh yeah, that's where, uh, that's where, you know, so-and-so cleaning, that's where Guy cleaned, you know, what was it? 395? <laughs> yeah. That's where he cleaned and jerked 395. Um, yeah. Over there, you know, dropping beats and stuff. Quite the different circumstance. I mean, we could put them together. They match. Yeah, it, it would, I've always it, thought that. Like, it would work. You know, yeah, I think EDM goes great with CrossFit. So do you have a favorite artist in the EDM scene? Yeah. Um, in the EDM scene, let's see. Like, my favorite, right that I've seen live is probably Rufus, Rufus Del Sol. I, I really like Odessa. I like, um, big wild is another one. That's really okay. good. Like he's an amazing artist, like gets up there and plays all sorts of different instruments and is like running around. And then he has like backup vocalists and everything. So it's kind of cool that it's not just on a turntable and stuff. Um, I've done some filming with, uh, Dylan Francis back when I worked at CrossFit, okay. which was really, really cool to be like, behind the scenes and see how he does his thing. Cause he's like one of the best known DJs in the world. Um, Audion is another one that I really like and enjoy. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, and we've got quite a scene down here in Orlando, um, yeah. in, in the Orlando area. Um, and I cannot, why I can't think of his name. I want to say it's magic Mike, but that sounds oh. very much, um, sounds very Channing Tatum of you. Very Channing Tatum. <laughs> um, but, um, he he's like an old school. Um, he used to do, and it's gonna bu- it's gonna bug the crap out of me now. Um, but yeah, I can see him, big big black dude, um, okay. Mike, and uh, I cannot think of his name. Got I want to say it's Magic Mike, like before the you know before the Channing Tatum Magic Mike. Yeah, before the movies. But like you, 
like his scene and like all the guys down there. So like Jimmy Joslin is another guy that was down there. Um, oh, yeah, I'm man. actually going. What I'm really excited. I'm in like two weeks. I'm going to Red Rocks to go see uh, Ben Bomer. I'm not sure okay. you know that. No, no. But he's no, like okay. a little bit more like down tempo, chill EDM type stuff. Not like a ton of like lyrics and stuff, but just like really like uh, feel good. You know slower bpm type stuff that's uh stuff i've really gotten into more as of recently like he has a a full dj set on youtube where he does uh he does his set out of a hot air balloon in cappadocia in <laughs> turkey which is really kind of a different setting to watch a dj set it's really fun yeah that's crazy so I, I also have a buddy of mine in orlando who um he's, he's dj pop rocks which um, this episode is going to be one of the very first episodes with the new Wex Appeal podcast intro. Um, so I've already at this point introduced it and he did all the music for it. Um, but he has a, he has a band that's called Rage Against the DJ. Okay. And he DJs club style. So he does, I mean, he does everything from EDM to, but he mixes like old school hip hop to rock to into EDM into country. Like he make, he can mix literally any type of genre um, but the Rage Against the DJ, he, it's he he also plays any instrument he picks up. It's really annoying. Um, wow, <laughs> he's I'm jealous of those types of people. Oh, he's just so stupid talented. Um, yeah. Like I, I told him I wanted to do an introduction for the show, and I had a good friend of mine do the voiceover, who's does like professional voiceover for companies like Fortune 500 companies and stuff. And he's like, "Yeah, I got you." Does this introduction. Sends it to to my buddy, uh, and his name's DJ Pop Rocks, uh, and uh, and he he sits down with it, puts together a whole track within like probably forty five minutes once we figured out a style that we wanted, and wow. then he's like, okay, cool. So he puts the track, grabs a guitar from behind him, and just does a guitar riff over top of it. And I'm like, that's so cool. This is insanity, dude. Like they can like loop certain things and then add on to it and layer it. It's so cool. I yeah. Love it. But but his Rage Against the DJ is a band, and so he's so he's got of course his DJ setup, a drummer, a saxophone player, and then he in between while he's mixing he'll pull the guitar out and do guitar riffs. Dude, the saxophone, you said saxophone. Yeah. I'm like that is the sexiest instrument. Like anytime <laughs> you get a little sax on a track, you're like oh oh yeah, I feel a certain way, you know. Yes, uh, I feel all warm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's nice. There's moisture around me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, Kenny G, Kenny G, Kenny you know, G, he yeah. made, he made a career off of it for sure. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, all the Kenny G jokes just popped into my head, but uh, but yeah, dude, like music, like I I, I feel like Wadapalooza. If it, the only thing holding Wadapalooza back from doing something that's music and fitness is just space. Yeah, like I feel like they could do a music and fitness festival. But, I do too. But you need just you need more space because it's almost not even big enough just for you know just for Wadapalooza. There's Riggs. Yeah. There's the Riggs dog. Go <laughs> <laughs> back up. Yeah. Um. But I but I think that would be so cool to have an event where it was also music and fitness and just I agree. You know, just jam the whole thing together. Yeah. Because um, that's some of the funnest times at the games is the in between. Mm -hmm. You know, in between heats and the DJs just going off you know yeah it's a good, it'd be a good way just to have other stuff going on that's not just straight up competition but like I, other entertaining things that can happen on those you know at the games or at 
Waterpalooza is the only other one that I can think of that's yeah. probably yeah. close to that because of the environment and the outdoor and everything like that. I'm not as big a fan of events that are just in these like convention centers, you know, just yeah. because it's not yeah. as it's it's more. I just don't feel like it's as creative. You, you know, you're kind of like pigeonholed to what you can do. So well, semi yeah, semis are going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to Torian in Australia. Are you? So looking forward to that because I've seen just like how massive and how packed that place gets down there. Which which and, week is that? Is that week one? Uh, it's week, week two. So we're not going anywhere. Week one. Week or no? Week one. We're going to Orlando. Do we're it. Coming to Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. you know that? Yeah. So, Hell yeah. So we'll be going to that, and then we'll go to Australia for week two, and then week three we're not going to go to uh, any other ones. Gotcha. So I'm going to go ahead and throw you guys in on the challenge then. There is a okay. challenge gauntlet that's been thrown down um, with Talking Elite Fitness. So a few weeks uh, uh, before Wadapalooza, so a, a few months ago, we did an Anchorman draft. Uh, okay. it, was, it was a battle of buffoonery that we did. It was me, um, of course, Tommy, Sean, Lauren, Bill, Chase, and Fluffy Duck. And we did this whole thing where we like picked our five people that we were going to go to battle with Anchorman style. Um, okay. And it was ridiculous. We had to pick a celebrity. We had to pick an athlete, a, a superhero, a historical figure, and then a wild card. Wow. Okay. And, they, and they couldn't be, um, uh, they had to be able to die. Like they couldn't be, they couldn't be like supernaturally not able to die. Um, okay. So, you know, some of the superheroes with that, um, that being said, Josh picked Jesus. So Jesus. I was like, the OG, the OG superhero. I mean, he did die, but he came back. He came back. Yeah. <laughs> he came back. Uh, but it was crazy. I picked one. My wild card was the cocaine bear. Um, if that, that was if that tells you how wild it was. So anyways, these guys um, are all coming to Orlando. And I said, there is a go-kart track across the street from the convention center. It's Andretti's Racing. And it's oh. indoor go-karts that go up to 45 miles an hour. Dude, I'm a great go-karter. Dude. Like, I, we just, I'm not, not to toot my own horn, but we, we went and tested a bunch of these uh, workouts that we did for buttery games. And one of the events was trophy trucks out at the las vegas speedway oh, yeah. yeah yeah but they also had a uh, you know go-karts and stuff so we did the go-karts and i think i set the time to beat for that day which I, I also beat everybody in the trophy trucks when we did that event so i'm you know i've got some speed i got a lead foot so so let's 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 go bring got it over challenge accepted my bring, man bring it on let's go i'm and we're gonna build this thing up for sure i'm because i'm gonna talk about it with with those guys too um i was i was you know, basically on their, um, so we do a, a, they do a live Q and a every Friday for, for Patreons and, you know, Tommy and Sean and I go back and forth all the time. And I, uh, and I put it out there to him on that. And, and Sean is just like, I'm in, yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm, I will crush you all. I'm like, Oh, Sean's, Sean's a big boy. You know, like I think he's going to be weighed down a little bit on the go-kart, you know? So I don't, have you ever seen an Andretti's racetrack? Nope. They're electric cars. Oh. So their torque is just insane. And they okay. go 45 to 50 miles an hour indoors, multi-level. So oh. they're actually two-story. So they yeah, go we up and down. It's called Grid here, but yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen them and it looks like such a, it looks like Tron, the one here. Yeah. It's all like, everything's all lit up at night and it looks like 
you know, video game kind of. Well, they have a boost button on the carts too. So you one get one boost per race, right? One boost, one boost per lap. Oh, so per lap. Per lap. So okay. that thing starts blinking and you're like, bam, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those things fly. I was drifting around corners. That's, okay. that's how much speed they have. Um, okay. And it's all indoor and you've got helmets on and everything. It's, it's legit. And they've got two different tracks that you can go on. Um, and then they've got like kids tracks and stuff for, you know, for, for little ones, but dude, gotcha. let's do it. We'll, we'll throw, we'll throw it dude. all in. We'll get I'm the race. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm going to put the challenge out there to everybody and I'm just going to start posting about it. Let's do it. <laughs> just, I'm just going to go on social media and just talk shit about people. Yeah, anytime we can do, you know, like cross it's fun, but like after a while you're like, Hey, I got to do something else to create content that isn't just this. Yeah. And so we always look for those opportunities whenever we're in these locations, if it's, you know, racing or jumping out of a plane or going kayaking or boating or whatever it is. Well, so I don't, do you know Orlando that well? Not that well, but I, I did just happen to go to your your golden gem there called uh, Universal Studios. Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, I got to ride the Velocicoaster, which I'm not usually a big roller coaster guy. That was so much fun. Uh, so I haven't been yet. You haven't been yet? Not to oh, them. Not to that. Not since they put Velocicoaster in. So yeah, that, that the whole that's the only thing that's like that and the the Hulk ride were the best rides for sure. Yeah, yeah. The Hulk is fantastic. Um, the i i love jurassic park so their jurassic park stuff is is great um did you do both parks yeah we did uh we did both of them and tried to like hit as many as we could i'm not there's a lot of rides there that are just like they put you in a chair and they yeah. put a screen in front of you and they just kind of like move you while you look at the screen and i'm like yeah those are not a, those yeah, aren't the best i'd rather like get blown around a little bit those are all the harry potter rides and spider-man yeah. and transformers um, uh, I believe Spider-Man and Transformer is the exact same ride with different screens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I feel like I've ridden this already. You know, yeah. like they just kind of recycle and just swap out the, the the graphics and the theme. And the Fast and the Furious ride was one of the worst rides I've ever ridden. Worst ride. Dude, they call it the Fast and the Furious ride. And then they put you on a bus. And then you're like, okay, I wonder how this is going to go. And then the, it's just everybody around you driving past this bus. And I'm like... Yeah. It's is slow and calm, but not you're not fast. moving. It's just, yeah, a, it's, it's just, they're put you in a bus and it's a van. It's, it's a fan mist. in front of you. Giant miss. I was like, this is, this is horrible. Give me a stunt track. Yeah. Like put me on. I don't even care if you put me on a track. That's as, as you know, because Epcot does it. Epcot has a stunt yeah. track that is phenomenal. They get going 70, 80 miles an hour, taking you around turns and, and stuff. Really? Oh. Do, do that. Put, yeah. Put screens like, in it and let's go. Dude, one of the coolest driving experiences I've ever had was at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. They they let you drive the cars, which is fun because you have control of it and everything. But they have this drift like professional that you get in the car and he drifts the track. That is so much fun. Like drifting is way funner than just driving a car because yeah. it's 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 loud, it's screeching, it's like you're sliding, your your views changing all the time. That was the coolest experience I've ever had in a car. It's it's just chaos. But it, yeah. but it's it's fun chaos. It's it's yeah. good stuff. The um, I, so all the experiences and things that I get to do and have, I actually got to um, I DJed an event just the other night for uh, Porsche here in town. Oh. So oh. the Porsche dealership actually here where I live in Ocala is the number one dealership in the entire country. Um, really? Yeah, and that's not me saying it. That is like they have awards that they are the number one Porsche dealership, and they are actually in line for the number one dealership in the world based on wow. service and 
just going above and beyond. So they did a painting event at Porsche. So they basically did painting with a twist, but in the sh- on the showroom floor. With oh. so I'm so I'm setting up my my DJ equipment right next to a hundred and seventy thousand dollar Porsche GT4 RS, and I'm like, Dang. that is beautiful. No, I thought you were about to say that they did painting while they like raced and drifted around the parking lot. <laughs> that would be amazing. They yeah. actually, but they had they had a Porsche Cayenne, one of their SUVs, and it yeah. was white, sitting in the middle <laughs> of the showroom. And I'm like, is that what we're painting? Like, are are we gonna are we gonna have like you know a custom you know custom job? We're gonna yeah paint the car. Yeah. They were they said they didn't think that was funny. <laughs> oh, so what did they think? Just like a bowl of fruit? No, they had canvases and they and they had um the the guy actually did a, a Porsche nine eleven and okay, cool. you know kind of walked you through all the steps of of being able to paint a Porsche and take it home and and hang it on your wall. He's like, I don't want to see yeah. this in your closet. I saw some of their paintings. They should be in the trash. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> some of them were really Not bad. Best artists. No, no, they have money, but that's about okay. that's about it. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, Orlando, I'm marking it down. I'm posting it everywhere, and we're we're definitely gonna do a a, a challenge on the track for, on. For, for everybody, um, because Fluffy Duck is not gonna make it. Oh bummer! Because he's in California and he can't get a time uh, off work. Gotcha. Um, so we'll 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 pump you guys in there. Um, cool. So what are you guys looking forward to this year? Uh, you know, obviously this is a whole new you know a, a whole new deal with semis. You know, kind of the way that they've done it it's never been done before this way um you know so obviously you're doing all your crossfit content but like what are some things this year that you're looking forward to doing that you're kind of like you know excited about yeah i mean just because it it is in the the immediate i'm excited to go back to australia uh, not just for that event like that event looks really cool but just to be able to go to brisbane and haven't been there before and we're going to get to do a bunch of cool excursions outside of that. Once the event finishes, we're there for like another three or four days. And I know like Craig and jazz will be down there. So we get to link up with them. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then obviously, you know, we're going to go back to the CrossFit games and stay in the RV park and, and that'll be, you know, we've done that before, but, uh, expanding, uh, just our content and being able to kind of like gamify it a little bit more, kind of like what we did with the, the buttery games, which we're planning on doing another season of that, but maybe not necessarily bringing in uh, like athletes that, you know, but just kind of maybe doing like an open casting call because oh, I, nice. I really, the, I really like the athletes that we used this last year, but I almost like doing things that like when people uh, apply and, you know, like send in audition tapes, I really want to be there. And I feel like you can kind of push the limits a little bit more, which I would really like to do like more fear factor based challenges. Um, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying if you're, Hold hold on one second. I've got. Uh, I, I literally have my six year old with my two year old in a headlock. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fantastic. Where's your sister? Can you go? Can you go get her, please? Can you go out? <laughs> oh, this is uh. This is the little one. Hey, buddy. This is the two year old. Oh okay. Say hi. Hi. And my six year old's down here. You you met you met the ten year old. Okay. Yep. Hey, I remember. You, can you help me out here? Yeah. This is the, this is the fun from working from home. This is this is the four kids. Oh, this is the yeah. four kids and and pandemonium. Um, yeah. Yeah. You met Stella, so she was, yep. you know, down there in Wadapalooza. You guys literally made her day. 
So thank you guys for that. That was no problem, man. It's always, always enjoyed, you know, meeting fans and interacting. And, you know, when it's someone like, you know, your daughter, I'm, I'm always down to like, say hi. Yeah. She literally, she literally said, as we were going down there, I'm like, so, you know, we're going down to Wadapalooza, you know, what do you want to do? Who do you want to see? And all this sort of stuff. And she started making a bucket, a bucket list items for Wadapalooza. And one of uh-huh. them was to meet the Buttery Bros. Oh, man, <laughs> so, so cool. She, she wanted to meet you guys. Thank you. Uh, so it was it was so awesome. And uh, yeah, she she just she was over the moon. It was literally Disney World for her. Um, yeah. For for CrossFit. Uh, kind of is. Yeah. It's, it's it's my Disney World, too. Yeah. Like I, I look forward to going to Miami more than the CrossFit games now. So. I do. I do, too. It's it's a completely different vibe. It's yeah. it's so much more accessible. Uh, you know, it's a more festival atmosphere. It feels like not as high as stakes, obviously, but it just feels more like a party. More, uh, it's a beautiful location. Not to take anything away from Madison, but yeah, when I heard that they were originally thinking of going to Birmingham, Alabama, I was so disappointed <laughs> that I was like, "You need to pick a destination. You know, like a place that people want to go. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to go to Birmingham, Alabama. No offense to the Birmingham, Alabama people that are listening to <laughs> you, this right you now. You just lost about." 30 followers. No, just, oh, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Birmingham. Um, the, the only thing I was excited about uh, is, is that Birmingham is seven, seven hours away. So I can uh-huh. literally just drive there. Um, gotcha. That's that, that was the only like real reason I was, I was excited about it. Um, and now, <laughs> now that it's, now that it's been announced, um, I was, so they had me lead at Wadapalooza. They had me lead the champions panel. Yep. And we did a Q and a, in the crowd, um, like we, we did the champions panel and then they sent me out into the crowd to go get questions. Very first question off the bat was um, somebody said, hey, are you guys excited about going to Birmingham? And Matt looks over at the rest of the champs and goes, that was canceled, right? I'm like everybody knows that's canceled. Yeah. Nobody knew that was canceled. Nobody knew it was. <laughs> Nobody knew it. It came out like the week after. Like it came out like oh. a week or two after. Oh my gosh. He was like when I came down, <laughs> he was like, I am so getting a phone call. I'm in so much trouble. He's like, he somehow spilled the beans. I'm huh? like, I'm like, you weren't joking. He's like, no, no, dude. I was completely serious. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I know it's not happening. It's not happening in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he basically, you know, told everybody there and um, then somebody got their senses with them. They're like, maybe this isn't the best idea. <laughs> uh, but did you feel that way about Madison originally? I, I did. I did a hundred percent. I was like, I never been to Madison, Wisconsin. And it goes from California, which is kind of like, you got the ocean and you know, not that the particular town of Carson is nice, but you know, LA is is cool Manhattan beach where they would host everybody and where we'd stay at the hotel was a really nice area. Um, and that, that environment of the tennis stadium on a Friday night or Saturday night under the lights with all that energy in there was so cool. And I don't think they've ever been able to replicate that. But then, you know, when they said that they were going to Madison, I was like, immediately, like I doubted it so (laughs) bad. And I was like, this is a terrible decision. I don't think we should go there. I just, but I also didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, you know, we get there and I think I really started to appreciate it. Like once we were staying in the RV park, which is really cool setup because you, you're interacting with everybody that's a fan there and everybody that's there to see the the competition. And I feel like it's a cool way to 
kind of not check out like you go back to your hotel and you're just kind of back in your room it's a really cool way to interact with the community and i feel like that that setup for me in particular is what made me really appreciate that setup and i've enjoyed it don't get me wrong but it is going to be nice to have a a, yeah. a new change of pace and a new location with a new new vibe um it's crazy to think that it's almost been there as long as it was in california yeah well, and and people had said you know, they were shooting out, you know, places that it would go or that it could possibly go. And we had a lot of people down here in Florida, like, "Oh, bring it to Jacksonville." You would no. It would be a terrible decision Horrible. in the middle of July. No, I mean, I'm sure there's great places, but listen, it would be so hot and humid to try and work out in no, the middle of. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me let me tell you a little something about Jacksonville. You don't ever want to go there. Yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not yeah. not in August. Not in. January, not just don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, I mean, I, it's not a place I want to go. <laughs> yeah. Which is I bad just, because I have a lot of like business, like with my day job that I go up there for. But Jacksonville's not like a great city. Like Madison yeah. has things about it that, um, you know, like, you know, you pull up in Madison and they've got the, the, you know, the side of the building has. That, uh, yeah. That was what was really cool about Madison is like the whole town kind of changed and welcomed in the CrossFit games, which is like, kind of opposite of when it was in LA and LA, it was like a drop in the bucket yeah, of what yeah. was really going on in the rest of LA. And a lot of people that were local there probably never even knew that the CrossFit games were happening, which at, you know, when you're in Madison, it's like everything is a, kind of evolving around that, that taking place. Yeah. And, and that's been the coolest thing, you know, with Madison and I, listen, I'm going to soak up, wait, we got this year and next year. Yeah. Two more years. Two more years. One uh, year, two minutes. Yeah. I'm, it, yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that but you know i've got two more years to soak up the uh the best burger i've ever had which is the uh the old-fashioned at the old-fashioned um what's old-fashioned about it the old-fashioned house burger is like i don't know how well like what kind of seasoning they put in it but uh. the burger is amazing it's got like thick applewood smoked bacon it's got a fried egg on top they've got this like aioli that they put on it it's just literally the best burger I've ever had. Really? And That's I, big... well, yes. So I went in 2018 was my first year and I had it for the first time, went back the next year and I'm like, I was probably really hungry. It probably wasn't as good as what I'm imagining and remembering it was. Mm -hmm. So let me go back and get it. And I went back in 2019 and it was just as good. Yeah. And I went back again and well, not 2020, but 2021 just as good and i'm like okay so it's consistent it's consistent time. it's consistent um I, i've been there super hungry because i hadn't eaten all day and then i've also been there where i'm like i've kind of been eating all day but yeah. i'm gonna have one of these because i have to and yeah madison has pretty good food i'm not like yeah. crazy about their cheese curds and they pride themselves on their cheese curds and having squeaky cheese curds and everything and i'm like you can have your cheese curds now. <laughs> so so where is somewhere you would like it to go like if if, if you could if you were picking the location of the games uh, well, I, I would say, I mean, I don't know if they're quite there yet, but I think that it's like getting to the point where they need to just move it out of the U.S. to because I feel like it's expanding so quickly, either in like Latin America or go to somewhere in Europe, because I feel like the growth over there is probably what it was here back in 2014 or whatever. So I feel like it'd be cool to serve those other communities. Um, obviously, it's, that's a lot more logistics and a lot more money, but yeah. I think that it would be cool to eventually see it go somewhere that's not in the U S but if it was in the U S I would suggest somewhere that's not 
completely, you know, humid and hot and somewhere that's a little mountain, mountain, you know, ask more like Salt Lake City or Denver, Colorado. <laughs> I think those would be great places just because it's, you know, they're it's hot in the summer, but you can kind of escape it if you do it like in a mountainous uh, location, which I think like Park City, Utah would be a great spot for it because it's, they got a lot of facilities that we hosted the Olympics here. I think it'd be and obviously I'm biased, but I'd go to Montana, you know, like I think, I think somewhere with just like a mountainous uh, environment would be a, a great place for that in the summer. See, you're talking about Madison and then you're talking about moving it to Montana. Like what's, <laughs> I want to go to Montana. I think Montana would be amazing, but like mountains, yeah. I just think that mountains are like yeah. a beautiful place to like do that type of stuff. But obviously that's not like a giant destination, but um I would love for them to find somewhere. I would love for them to find somewhere like Madison in, in as much as like kind of a hidden gem. Like to me, Madison is a hidden gem. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people throw out Boston because they could host it at the, uh, like where the Red Sox play. Um, and which would be kind of cool if you could use some of the like Harvard university and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not like diehard Boston, you know, but that was obviously like, some other Bostonians that are like, you need to come to Boston. You know, like everybody feels like it should be in their own city. I'm sure. Listen, but, I, uh, I love Boston, but I, yeah. I, I like, I don't, I don't see it. Like I, that, that's a tough, that's a tough sell for me because Fenway is right in the middle of the city. There's yeah. not really anywhere else to go. Um, yeah. Like there's not other venues. There's not, you know, like the, I mean, of course they, they'll have the hotels, but they're not going to have like the dorm. Well, no, they'll have dorms somewhere. Um, cause of all the other schools, but I mean, I'd, I'd eventually like to see it go back to California. Cause yeah. I, like, honestly, I never felt like the, the environment and the energy was as, as, as cool as it was when we were in that tennis stadium, like who knows if it'll ever make it back there. But I, I always was like a big fan of that. And it just kind of holds a special place in my heart just because of that was when I remember going there in 2010, it was the first year that they had the games in Matt, in California, uh, at the home depot center and it was pretty empty and it was like the first time that i had been to the crossfit games and i remember like looking around the stadium and i was like wow i i don't know if i thought that this would be more crowded or more packed but it wasn't and then 2011 was the first year that it actually like sort of filled up and i was like oh wow okay this thing's uh you know catching on and then by 2012 they're having to build extra stands out on the like concourse to be able to to host everybody and then, you know, from there on out, it was always almost like standing room only. And then, you know, 14, 15, 16, I think those are like the golden years of, of CrossFit and the growth and some of the most wild and cool events that I, I can possibly ever imagine going back to. Yeah. And you've been to both. I've only, I've only experienced Madison. Obviously you bring it back to, you know, Carson and those same locations, those places are packed. They're, they're filled, they're full. Yeah. Um, I do think, and one of the one of the college towns I did think would be cool, except for the temperature, is Gainesville, uh, Gainesville, Florida. Sure, yeah, you don't know, get me wrong. Right, I think Florida has a lot of cool areas. Like Miami's awesome too, but yeah, I just, I'm like, could you host uh, an outdoor event in the middle of, you know, July or end of August or beginning of August in in Florida? They call it the swamp for a reason. For sure, I mean. <laughs> Some of those events would just be brutal, but I guess that, you know, they obviously play football games and all sorts of sports there. I guess it's just adapting and developing to the environment that you're thrown in. Yeah. And and I I know I don't, we're not in a football stadium yet. Like we're not to that, to that size because uh, Ben Hill Griffin stadium holds 80,000. 
Yeah, that'd be a very empty stadium. Yeah, it'd be a very empty stadium. Um, But the Stephen C. O'Connell Center, which is across the street from it, which would be the, you know, equivalent to to Alliant. I don't know if it's bigger. Actually, it might be smaller. So maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe it wouldn't be a good fit. Um, But I was just thinking of all the facilities that they have. Um, There will definitely not be any lake swimming. That's that's for sure because of the because of the alligators. You know, alligators okay. yeah okay. yeah yeah the, the things that you have to worry about in florida in florida uh you can see like yeah you don't have to worry sure. about the the algae and stuff like that <laughs> yeah the algae that is like you can't see it but yeah everybody got sick I, that one year that we were swimming in the lake in madison but yeah i guess that's that's you can come back from that you can't yeah. really come yeah. back from the alligator <laughs> well i mean we do we do have the adaptive division <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, um, so kind of, I'm playing around with a new segment that we're, that we're doing on the show, um, okay. where it's kind of like going to be a rapid fire. Um, it's the, the show is Wexpiel podcast or Wexpiel barbells, beats and buffoonery. So basically it's a rapid fire of whichever it's kind of a choose your own adventure. So which, which course do you want to go with barbells, beats or buffoonery? Definitely not barbells. I've almost retired myself. Like I only do barbells in the open and when like they need to. Um, well, it, it's it's more like you know, kind of that's going to be fitness. Yeah. And we got you know. Bar- what are my other two choices? Barbells, beats, or buffoonery. What are what do you mean by beats? Music, like like. Oh, and buffoonery. What is what is the definition? It of buffoonery? could be pretty much anything. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of buffoonery, but I'd really I'm gonna have to go with beats because like I beats. feel like beats are the vibe, and I like I like to bring the vibes, you know. Okay. Yeah, cuz cuz the barbell is going to be like going to be fitness related questions. So like, you know, would you would you rather run a marathon or do a burpee mile? Like things like okay, that. Okay, let's go let's go with buffoonery then. I'm going to go with buffoonery. Oh, damn. Okay. Buffoonery. Okay. That, that's a little bit more more broad and and all over the place. Um, so you have man. Now I'm now I'm See, this is why I should prepare these things and write them down. You can go with beats if you're more prepared for beats. But <laughs> I'm, I, I'm more prepared I, for beats. Let's go beats. Okay, I'm let's, go, beats. let's go beats just because because I know that one, you know, forward and back. Um, okay. You have an opportunity to see one artist, alive or dead. Who is it? Oh, gosh. One, like night, gotta, one night only. I feel like I got to go with somebody dead. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Freddie Mercury of Queen and see a Queen concert. Okay. Freddie Mercury, Queen. All right. Um, so we've already established that you are an EDM guy. Yep. Um, so do you, I'm trying to think how to word this one. Cause I would love to go see a, um, a, the, uh, big booty mix, like one of those oh. shows, the, uh-huh. the two friend shows. Yep. So in, in EDM are, would you go more, I guess you're, you, I already know these things. I already know these things. So you, you go more techno, like the, the more of like full on, like instrumental techno style or like the high vocals. I mean, both have their purpose, you know, it depends on where we're going, what the festival is, what's the vibe, you know, like the cool thing about some of these festivals is they have those different stages that it's like more one that's more like den- down tempo and not as energetic. And then they have one that's like bass pod. So it's all just like heavy, really heavy stuff. And then they, you know, all the different types of genres when it comes to that. So I can get down with any of those. I just like to dance and have fun. Okay. So we know you don't play any instruments, but nope. you're in a band. Yep. What instrument are you playing? And are you vocals or no vocals? 
I think I'm going to go vocals. I mean, I feel like it, you're the, you're the front man. Like who doesn't want to be the front man? You know, like, yes. I don't know if I, ha I definitely don't have the voice for it, but if it's like, <laughs> well, that was going to be, that was going to be the follow up. People singing back your songs, you know, it's like you can command a, a stadium of, you know, 60,000 people. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go with the vocals for sure. Nice. Any instrument, which one are you choosing to be like the best at? Like if, if you could pick up one drums, drums. Oh yeah. So what type of style would you be like a Travis Barker or like a, probably like the drummer from uh rush or, or, you know what else I could appreciate is the one handed drummer from Def Leppard. <laughs> from Def Leppard. Yes. Just cause he's got one hand, you yeah. know, like I can't do it with two hands, you know, dude, he's, he's <laughs> incredible. He, I mean, that used to be one of my favorite bands growing up. Def yeah, Leppard. Yeah, Def Lover was amazing. A drumming the adaptive division, you know? <laughs> yes. Um who do you have as your backup? Like like if, if you if you had to pick three people in a band, who do you have and what are they playing? Three people in a band. Um okay, so we're talking more like rock music. Any. You, oh, you oh, I mean okay. yeah, you can make any band. You can make a any band. Any band? Okay, well yeah. if I'm just going for like uh I probably have uh, some like I'll have Justin Bieber do my backups. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll have uh like Jimi Hendrix on guitar and solid. Uh, we'll do uh mm, I'm trying to think of like a drummer that is I mean I know like the drummers that I like I don't know their names. Um Travis Barker on drums. Yeah. That's Yeah. That, yeah, that dude is that dude's insane. Yeah. Um I mean, survives a plane crash, still, like, still out there just killing it. He's still out there doing it. Crazy. Um, that's actually, he was actually the inspiration for my buddy who does the drum and DJ. Mm -hmm. the, him and DJ AM were like the originals to oh, do really? the drum versus DJ. So he would, um, DJ AM would, would um, DJ live and Travis yeah. Barker would play along with it and like do oh, all these yeah. mixes and fills. Go back and watch some of those videos. Okay. That is insanity. Uh, the things that they would do and the, like the crossover stuff that they would do and RIP AM. That guy was, that guy was awesome. Um, but he was the one that was in the plane crash with him. Um, yeah. You know, during that, during that whole time. Um, wow. So obviously if you know Travis Barker, you're still into rock. So what is your number one rock, rock group? If you're rock like, group ever, rock cool. group ever. And also, you know, kind of, you know, currently like, what are you listening to? Um, well, I mean, just because I like their whole catalog for the most part, and it's not like rock music, it's more like reggae style. Uh, you know, it, I really like the dirty heads, which yeah, I, I've been listening to them forever and I've, I've seen them live probably like five or six times and they put on an amazing show. I saw them here recently. Uh, they opened for three eleven, which was, they were better than three eleven, if you ask me. Um, so yeah, I think that they're one of my favorites that I've seen live and just because of their whole catalog is just bangers throughout the whole thing. That's awesome. And 311 is actually um what we've kind of coined my daughter's band or my my daughter's um she was born on March 11th. So she's okay. born, she's born on 311. Day. So yeah. I'm like hey, listen to this band. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, 311. Um okay. So you have one so you're going to do a workout. You have one song that you get to pick or well, two songs 
it's it's Fran. One one song. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Fran. Yeah, one song. Yeah, it's gotta be at least, you know, we're talking like two minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, we're right? talking we're talking like yeah, a short song. My friend, or at you know? least something that can, you know, <laughs> can fit in there. Uh what are you picking? And like what is like that number one song that every single time you listen to it, you just get hyped and and want to go? Hmm. That's a tough one. Um there's a lot of songs that I've listened like if we're going rock music, um, ACDC is awesome for working out to. And I mean, it's kind of like everybody does that. Yeah. Um, if we're talking more like EDM, I'm going to go with. Uh... Mm, I'm going to probably go with like a mix of some sort from like a, a like a live DJ set. But I, I obviously don't need that if it's only two minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> um, I'll go with. uh big wild because i really like the vibes of that it's like not aggressive and it just makes me kind of feel like i like music that makes me feel kind of calm when it's hectic and i'm throttling my soul you know what i mean <laughs> so so i like country for lifting like just okay just like i like that low-key chill like if i'm just doing like lifting sets and things like that yeah um but if i have to put on one song that i just have to like get into a headspace and go go dark it's mm -hmm. um dna by kendrick lamar Oh yeah, that's, that's a dope song. That that's song, especially the mix from Creed, um, uh, that they did. Creed. Yeah, that Creed movie, in oh, just insane. Movie, okay. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the band. Oh, <laughs> talking <laughs> music. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, DNA, arms wide open. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's a mega. It's a mega mix. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but uh, the movie Creed. And, Got it. Uh, yeah, we. Just, I just saw Creed three. Yeah. How'd you? What'd you think? Thought it was great. I mean. You know, it, it moved really fast, and I was like, "Wait, they're gonna give this guy a, a title shot? He just got out of prison. Yeah, he hasn't fought anybody in twenty years." I was like, eh, "Kind of stretch of imagination," but it, it was a good movie. I mean, I thought, you know, the Jonathan Majors, the, yeah. that, the guy that he was kind of going up against, was really good actor, and, I, and you know, Michael B. Jordan is kind of past his prime, I guess, in this movie, and he kind of goes back and helps out a friend, which is kind of a cool story. So liked it yeah i i loved it uh jonathan majors is just killing he it looked right more jack than than michael Ooh, b jordan like i was is... like i, I was like he he's kind of still in the show here you know well, and he's the he's kang and in, in the new in all the new marvel stuff yeah so he's, he's kang the conqueror and he's just up. he's everywhere now insane in that and then um the movie that i watched really where i really um saw him for the first time was a movie called the harder they fall I don't oh, know if you saw yeah. that. It's like it's like a country it's a western, right? Yes. It's a western, yeah, but but I it's I haven't seen it, but Julian just watched it and he loved it. Dude, it's, it's like so there wasn't good. no black cowboys. Why are there black cowboys? And then he watched it and he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I, well I still haven't seen it, so I don't really know what That's it's about. actually the beginning. The very beginning oh. says, um, this is based uh I don't know how they said it, but they said basically, um, this is not based on a true story, but these people existed. Oh, gotcha. And that's okay. how they started it. Um, and basically showing that there was a kind of a whole nother side to the Western culture, you know, with, you know, with, with black cowboys and it was gotcha. phenomenal, okay. phenomenal. So definitely, definitely recommend it. Well, man, I'll let you go. Cause I, I gotta, I gotta go get, okay. my, da go get my daughter and do all that sort of stuff. But man, thank Dude, you so much. I'm glad we finally got the cash up. Sorry. It took so long. Dude, I'm glad that we cool. were able to make it work though. I love it. And it, and if you're, you know, listening, and you're in the Orlando area between May 18th and 21st, somewhere in there. Rubin's racing. Rubin okay. is racing. We are going to throw down at Andretti's racing. Um, and we're going to see 
who has the uh, the Days of Thunder cold trickle <laughs> the cold trickle or shake and bake, <laughs> yeah, bake. help me tom cruise help me yeah. <laughs> uh so man thank you so much for being on the show dude, and, and doing so this much. Dude. love it yeah you've been listening to the wex appeal podcast get connected by heading to instagram youtube and tiktok at wex appeal podcast for more bonus buffoonery and to get the full wex experience plus make sure to subscribe on your podcast app today thanks for listening and we'll see you next time for more barbells beats and buffoonery